This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Princesses can find their Prince Charming in real life, too. Just like Queen Elizabeth II did with Prince Philip. They married when Elizabeth was the young heir to the throne and lived happily for almost 75 years until Prince Philip's last breath. They managed to maintain their love and affection through all this time and lived together longer than any royal couple in history. Today, I want to share with you the power of real, royal love. Maybe you'll add some to your recipe for harmonious relationships. They first met in 1934 at the wedding of Philip's cousin. Elizabeth was only eight at the time, while Philip was five years her senior. They just passed by and weren't really interested in each other. Five years later, however, right before the outbreak of World War II, Elizabeth saw the 18-year-old Philip again and immediately fell in love with him. Ah, love from second sight is just as romantic too. This feeling took over 13-year-old Elizabeth, and since then, she hasn't dreamt about anyone but Philip. He shared her feelings too, but they had no time to build their romance. Philip had to go to war as a Royal Navy officer, and the young lovers promised each other to stay in touch. During World War II, they constantly exchanged letters and shared both burdening and joyful moments. Their bond grew stronger. When Philip returned in 1946, he proposed to Elizabeth, and she said yes right away. But they didn't announce it officially until the 9th of July, 1947. There was a reason for it. Elizabeth was considered too young at the time, and the royal family wanted to wait until her 21st birthday. The young couple agreed, and they were finally married on November 20th of the same year. It was a joyful event for both, but Philip had to make a lot of sacrifices for it. First, he gave up all his previous titles. Elizabeth's parents were not thrilled with his Germanic roots either, so he became a naturalized British citizen. That's also why none of his German family members, including Philip's three sisters, were allowed to come to the wedding. Philip knew what challenges he'd meet when he decided to marry Elizabeth. After all, it wasn't only the bonding of two people, but also the wedding of the future queen. So he made his sacrifices as a new member of the royal family, but also as a man truly in love with his fiancée. The morning of the wedding, Philip gave up smoking. He knew how sad Elizabeth was due to her father's addiction to cigarettes. So he just suddenly stopped without any difficulties. Elizabeth II and Prince Philip's relationship became an inspiration for many publications. English writer Giles Brandreth wrote the book Philip and Elizabeth, Portrait of a Royal Marriage. There, he straightforwardly said, the queen wears the crown, but her husband wears the trousers. This showed that Philip's support was really essential to the queen's success. And she admitted it during her speech for their golden wedding anniversary in 1997. She said that Prince Philip didn't take compliments that easily, but he had been her strength all those years. Seems like they got along quite easily. They shared numerous hobbies, like collecting wildlife art, going on picnics in the Scottish heather, and barbecuing. It is actually key to a happy marriage, isn't it? Just enjoying time together.
and they certainly had lots of laughs for those 70 years and more. The Duke of Edinburgh was known as a funny man. Sure, if you lovingly call your wife sausage, you should have a great sense of humor and a lowered sense of self-preservation. One version of the story behind this nickname goes like this. The queen doesn't naturally have, how shall we say, a smiley face. So when she has to meet and greet thousands of people at various receptions and parties, she often looks, well, grumpy. Prince Philip just couldn't miss the opportunity to tease his wife about it. During one of these formal occasions in Sydney, Philip said to her, don't look so sad, sausage. I'd die to see the queen's facial expression at that moment. Anyway, such playful moments happen only between people who know and love each other very fondly. And it confirms how comfortable Elizabeth and Philip were with each other. Unlike most happily married couples, they didn't share the same bedroom. Here's the thing. In England, the upper class has always had separate bedrooms. It's kind of an old-fashioned tradition. And royal couples also had to follow it for years. Even in 1949, when Elizabeth and Philip were still newlyweds, each of them had a separate bedroom. Philip's cousin, Lady Pamela Hicks, tried to explain the arrangement. Like, you don't want to be bothered with snoring or someone flinging a leg around. Then, when you're feeling cozy, you share your room sometimes. Still sounds weird to you? Well, I guess it's just a royal thing and us commoners wouldn't understand. They had more personal space, but still used to talk with each other on any occasion. I told you about their sincere letters during World War II, and you can find lots of photos of the royal couple's cheerful chit-chats. In 2017, the Duke retired from his royal duties and started living a quiet life on their Sandringham estate in Norfolk. But they kept in touch every day via phone calls. I bet they continue to tease each other, even from a distance. I can only imagine what funny nickname the Queen would have for her Prince Philip. Once, Philip himself revealed the key to their happy marriage. On their 50th anniversary, he praised his wife for her abundance of tolerance and said it was an essential ingredient for any relationship. And he had a point. It may not be so important when things are going well, but it is absolutely vital when the going gets difficult. The royal couple showed their affection for each other, not only through praise, but also with gifts as well. In 1966, Prince Philip gave the queen a scarab brooch, which she still favors. You can see her wearing it quite often. Like when she gave a speech for the 50th anniversary of her first televised Christmas message. Elizabeth and that brooch have shared lots of important moments together. The last time she wore it was during her visit to the Royal Navy's new aircraft carrier as a silent tribute to her late husband, who was a naval veteran. Though Queen Elizabeth II and Prince Philip had their ups and downs, they both had no regrets about their marriage. Like the Queen said during her silver wedding speech, after 25 years, she was still all for it. They spent a lifetime together and maintained adoration and respect for all those years. I'm sure Elizabeth II and the Duke of Edinburgh will remain an iconic couple for both future British rulers and couples all over the world too. <laughs>